It is 3.18 in the morning, and my aunt just left my bedroom about five minutes ago. She came in to check on me at about 2.30 a.m. She always checks on me throughout the night. I love her for that. Sometimes when I am asleep, I awake for a brief moment because she comes and tucks me in. She covers my feet if they are sticking out from the other side of my blanket and tucks my blanket around my body. Sometimes she adjusts the temperature in my room. She'll either turn on the fan or the air conditioner, or if it's too cold, she will shut it off. Her love and gentle touch fills my heart every day, and I am so grateful to have my aunt, who is also my godmother, as a constant in my life. I was already awake when she came into my bedroom this morning, and so I struck conversation with her. Good morning, dear. How are you today? Did you sleep any? My aunt slowly sat down on my computer chair and silently shook her head as if to say no. What's the matter, I said. Are you okay? My aunt told me that the inside of her throat feels very scratchy and it hurts to eat or drink or even to gargle with mouthwash. Dia has some gastrointestinal issues that I've, I've called her doctor several times to schedule an appointment, but they have nothing available until the end of next month. Dia continued, I just can't eat like I used to anymore. I will have to eat soft, pureed, and bland foods for the rest of my life. I cannot eat what I'm used to eating anymore. No more foods to chew on. No more meat or chicken. Just soft foods that are bland. As she spoke, I felt a sadness in her voice. She sounded so depressed, and so I said to her, Today I will make whatever I will take whatever appointment that your gastro doctor has available. Even if it's for a month from now, I will take it. However, in the meantime, I will take you to urgent care. The doctors there will examine you today and prescribe something that will help you get through until you see your gastro doctor. Oh no, she exclaimed. That will cost money. I will just eat soft and bland foods. But Dia, I insisted. The copay for urgent care is only $25. It costs $40 to see your GI doctor. Your acid reflux is probably the blame for all of this. The doctor will be able to help you and advise you on what to eat. You are important and worth more than $25. My aunt grew upset with me. We will run out of money. Why must you always argue with me? I will just figure this out myself. I paused for a moment and held my tongue. I don't want to argue with my aunt and break the peace in my home. So I just quieted my mouth and listened to her. She seemed anxious. Maybe she just needs me to listen. And so I shut my mouth. I don't have much longer to live, she said. Tia, you don't know that. Only God would know, I interjected. Then I bit my tongue. Shut up, Zenaida. Quiet your mouth and just let her talk. I am almost 80 years old. I will not live to be 100, she continued. We will lose everything. 
I want to die knowing that you will be okay. I want that you pass down this house to your daughter and her children. But how? When we cannot survive or stay afloat. Dear, before you pass, you will see that there will be a great change. We are suffering financially right now, but we are just passing through this season, not staying in it. Our future is bright. God has promised me, and he is not a God that he should lie to me. I trust in his word. We will have more than what we need, much, much more. The future is bright, I spoke to her gently. The future is a long, long time from now. And I will not get to see it, she said sadly. Tia, you will soon see that everything will change. I just want to be able to bless my church and other churches and places that do work to help the needy. I want to do what I've always wished to do before I die, she said ever so depressingly. You will, Tia. You will do those things and more. You will live to see brighter days. You will live to see your dreams and wishes come to pass. You will live to see my success. You will not want or need for anything. We will be in a position to give. Our family is not united, she said. Your siblings don't know our family in Peru, nor do their children. That makes me sad. Yes, that makes me sad too. But my daughter knows our family in Peru. She is in contact with them. I've told my siblings about all the family that I have discovered that we have in Peru. They are all my friends and my daughter's friends on Facebook. I've told them of the countless uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews and cousins that we never knew we had. I've even told them about our family in Africa, that I've connected with them. They're in Kenya. It makes me sad that we all haven't connected, that their children may not know much about mommy, and that they do not have a connection with our family in Peru. We are such a small family in this country, she said. But one day soon, we will travel to Peru and... She cut me off right there. No, I will never see Peru again. I cannot travel anymore. I'm too old and I can't. Tia... You and I and my daughter and her family will all go to Peru one day soon, once we're in a better position financially, but it will happen. No, no, it won't, she said while shaking her head. Shortly after, she left my room and went back upstairs. God, how do I deal with this? I don't want to feel as though... I want my aunt to feel as though I'm trying to fight with her. I want to give her hope, but she is lost in a sea of despair and drowning in self-pity. She gets annoyed at my optimism and has claimed defeat and is giving up on her life and her dreams. What can I do? She is ill. How can I help her if she won't let me? I need a word. I need scripture. I need the Bible, the word of God. And this is what spoke to me. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 6. Love is patient. 
and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. After reading this passage, I felt such a compassion for my aunt. She feels sad and just wants to be heard. So at 4.30 in the morning, I asked her if she was hungry. And yes, she said that she was. I'm going to make you an amazing breakfast, I said. Come and sit at the table. My aunt took seat at the kitchen table. I made her a breakfast taco. It was a toasted whole wheat tortilla. Uh, well, all right. I'll be honest. It was, um, a bit beyond toasted. Uh, all right. It was straight up burnt. But it's the thought that counts. I stuffed it with chopped hard-boiled eggs, Salvadorian crema, American cheese, and Salvadorian queso fresco. Then I put on a pl- I put it on a plate and chopped it in half. No, no! Why did you do it? Dia explained playfully. Because it's bigger than your face, don't you think? And we both laughed. Then I made her leche con café, milk with coffee. I warmed milk and water on the stovetop, and once it got hot, I added a little coffee to it and a spoonful of sugar. I made myself two hard-boiled eggs. I sat with her at the table, and we said grace, Dia style. Bendice, Señor, este alimento que vamos a tomar para reparar nuestras fuerzas y servirte mejor. Amen. I looked over to my aunt, who was struggling with the taco that I made her. Since I cut it in half, everything started to spill out of it. She had a wet, burnt tortilla sitting in a pool of Salvadorian crema and queso fresco and eggs all over the place. And every time she took a bite, oh, Lord, the stuffings would just fall out. We laughed so hard. Dia, I said to her as she smiled, do not be anxious. Everything is going to be okay. I don't want you to worry. Trust that everything will be okay. I just get this way sometimes, but I know that God will take care of us, she said. I feel better now. Good, I said. And I have good news. The dressmaker will have my daughter and grandson's costume ready for this Friday. I hope to snap an amazing front cover picture for the book that I wrote. It's ready to be published. They are just waiting for the front cover photo. I've written two books. One is called Baila Zambito and the second, Cuando Mimi Se Enferma. The first book is about how my grandson, it's all about my grandson and all the things that he really likes to do. But above all things, he just loves to dance. It's really an adorable book. The dressmaker is creating a beautiful, typical Afro-Peruvian dance outfit for my daughter and grandson. My vision for the front cover photo is to snap an awesome picture of my daughter and grandson dancing El Alcatraz, which is a really awesome Afro-Peruvian dance. Well, they will be dressed apart at least, and they can dance together, and that will complete the front cover. Then the book will go into production. The second book is a Christian book about when cancer hits home. 
It's about how my daughter and grandson helped me feel better through love, kind acts, and prayer one day when I was so sick from the cancer. All the proceeds from this book will go first to both of our churches. You see, my aunt is Catholic, and I am a born-again Christian. On Saturdays, I take her to her church and praise God with her. And on Sundays, she comes to my church to praise God with me. Our hope is to produce many copies of this Christian book and give them to our churches and other Christian churches that may sell them for whatever price they wish. Even if they just sell them for 6 or $7, all the proceeds will go to help these churches so that they may use it to support their outreach services, missions, and to help with bills. That is our dream. Anyway, we sat and laughed and enjoyed a very early breakfast, but the greatest gift was that my aunt was no longer stressed, but happy and hopeful again. Love is patient and kind. I must be patient with my aunt when she is anxious. She just needs me to listen. It does not insist on its own way. I cannot force my aunt to change her views. I cannot push my beliefs on her. I just need to listen to her that she gets what she needs off of her chest. And when I stop preaching to her and just let her speak, she was soon over it and felt loved and special that I made her that amazing breakfast that was really one hot mess, but she felt special. She was receptive when I softly and lovingly told her that everything will be okay. The Lord himself goes before goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And that is Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8. I am so glad that my dear feels so much better. I hurt when she hurts. And I just love her so much. God is good every single day. Thank you, Father God. I love you. Amen. Thank you.